0: You're listening to The Gay Pro, where we empower gay business professionals from any industry to love who they are and love what they do. I'm your host, Omar Alexis Ochoa. Let's get into it. All of the progress our queer community has made to securing human rights in the United States and around the world is irrevocably tied to the contributions of Black intersectional members and allies. People of color have always been at the forefront of progress within our movement, and if it were not for the sacrifices made by Black and other minority men and women, like Marsha P. Johnson, who threw the first stone at Stonewall, we wouldn't be where we are today. Queer people everywhere have a responsibility to denounce the horrific state of American law enforcement and their unjust targeting and murdering of our black and colored siblings. This past week has been incredibly difficult for people of color throughout the world. It seems like each day there is a new headline coming out of the United States chronicling yet another act of police brutality or worse, another person of color's death at the hands of white police officers. Unfortunately, however, this has become so commonplace throughout our history that American people of color are simply exhausted. I certainly am. It's no question why protests have taken to the streets of Minneapolis, where George Floyd was savagely murdered this past Monday by a white officer while three others stood by and watched. Unrest triggering riots and violent confrontations throughout the city, leaving businesses trashed and demonstrators hit with tear gas. Similar demonstrations have erupted in cities with a long-standing history of anti-black police violence, such as in Los Angeles, where demonstrators took to the freeways of downtown by foot. While many will argue that violence is not the answer, In that riots will do nothing but stoke larger and more brutal measures from police and military officers to quell them, we have had enough. It is difficult to believe in the American systems of justice to make things right and hold the officers involved in Floyd's death responsible for murder when the institution leading the investigation is in fact the Minneapolis Police Department itself. It has happened time and time again that a miscarriage of justice allows murderers to walk free, and it's why people like George Floyd and Trayvon Martin will never be truly vindicated. This feeling of helplessness is almost unavoidable as you watch a human being be brutalized and killed and then quickly made out to be deserving of this death sentence by a biased media or a prejudiced police department, both digging up any details, no matter how obscure, to paint a picture that the person pleading for their life on video was not a person at all, and instead a criminal. So what can you do? Seeing this made me feel truly powerless. I am not black. And so I initially felt as if it wasn't my place to say anything about George Floyd's death. But after seeing the response on social media and hearing the outcry of the black community from around the world and within my own social circle of close friends, I realized that the collective voices of non-black and especially white allies is necessary. For too long, white and non-black groups have remained silent on the persecution of the black community here in the United States. What many do not realize is that by remaining silent, you enable a gross underbelly of covert racism to propagate. One incredible graphic I've seen circulating on social media captures it perfectly. It's an iceberg diagram. The tip above water lists socially unacceptable forms of racism that enable white supremacy, such as racial slurs, visible groups like the KKK, and overt hate crimes, all things that are denounced by society at large. However, there is a massive list of socially acceptable forms of racism just beneath the surface of the water that may go unnoticed. These are things like discriminatory hiring practices, like preferring a white name versus a black name, not challenging racist jokes and statements, and tokenism in popular media. Identifying and challenging these stereotypes is one of the most important things a white or non-black ally can do to create positive change at the lowest levels of our society, at workplaces, in schoolyards, and in group chats. While this isn't the most impressive form of advocacy, it has the effect of multiplying. Those with prejudiced beliefs will not be as emboldened once they realize the majority is against them. Consider how George Floyd may still be alive had one of those three officers who simply stood by chose to step in. I recognize that while my perspective on police brutality cannot be compared to that of an African-American's, I do have a responsibility to utilize my voice as a non-Black ally. Further, my intersectional identity as a queer person of color places upon me an additional dimension of duty to speak out, This is because, as I alluded to before, the queer community is irrevocably tied to the black community, specifically the Black Lives Matter movement. In Queer by Design, a book by Andy Campbell, who is an art historian at the University of Southern California focused on LGBT artifacts, he explores the history of queer contributions to art and design. One such contribution was the Black Lives Matter logo itself, The founders of the movement, as explained by Campbell, was a, quote, trio of black women, two of whom self-identify as queer. The birth of this movement was in every way influenced by this intersectionality of blackness and queerness. And it's for this reason that I, like Andy Campbell, believe it is paramount that queers of all racial and ethnic backgrounds show support for this movement. After all, both communities were born from a need to resist police brutality. It is not enough to offer your sympathy and your condolences. The black community in America and around the world needs active objectors and co disruptors alongside them to say enough. Speaking out against injustice is never uncool or against brand guidelines, it is simply necessary. I hope that what little influence I have on members of the queer community who subscribe to this podcast or follow me on social media might be enough to inspire you to take action. Speak out on your social media channels. Donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund to support protesters. Sign petitions to keep the officers involved from ever holding a badge again. Thank you.